Welcome to a new episode of Hypno Mom and Ayla. And we want to kick off by wishing everybody a very happy, healthy 2022. Um, Mom, how was your start of the year? Well, it's all about love. So what could be a better theme for this time? Yes, so that's the theme of our podcast. It's all about love. And um, as a preparation for this podcast podcast episode, I uh, started looking up the definition for self-love on Wikipedia. I have it right here with me. It's quite interesting. Self-love defined as love of self or regard for one's own happiness or advantage has been conceptualized both as a basic human necessity and as a moral flaw akin to vanity and selfishness. And I think that's a very interesting place to start. So I already have a question for the audience. Just when, I, when, I, when we talk about the concept of self-love, how does it feel to you? Are you more towards the side of it's about taking care of yourself or are you more to the side of it's selfish? Because that's, I think, already an interesting place to start. So let's start with mom. Mom, what do you think? Is it more akin to, you know, taking care of yourself or is it more selfish and, and narcissistic maybe even <laughs> to love yourself? I think like so many things in life, it is a yin-yang situation. So it is on a continuum. And on one side, you can be um, the person who wants to sacrifice everything for another person. And uh, the opposite is that uh, everything you do is for your own glory and interest. And then you have many variations in between. And... <clears throat> I have the belief that taking very good care of yourself in terms of feeling self-love, feeling deep love inside, taking good care of your mind, your body, is not selfish at all. You know, when you are standing in life, you are the source. You are the source from which all has to come also towards others so taking care of yourself is protecting your source and that has nothing to do with selfishness so i think that that's my my point of view but and we will discuss this of course when there is a lack of self-love you need to grab it from the outside towards yourself and perhaps then there is more ego in play and everything so well yeah. it, it brings me to a song a dutch song i'm i'm sad it's not in english but the mm. name of the song is i love myself and it's a very funny song for the people who do speak dutch look it up uh ik hou van mij <laughs> i think it's jan decker i'm not really sure okay and um the lyrics are so beautiful and at the end of the lyrics it's like because uh, if you love yourself, only then it's like you're truly giving a gift to another when you say, I love you. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I, I know these stories of, and maybe in your personal life, you also know this, people who have very low self-esteem or have a deep belief that they're not worthy enough and that they 
it can be painful to be around these people. Like it feels like you have to provide them with a lot of confidence to feel secure or to mm -hmm. feel valued and, mm -hmm. and, it, and it can become tiring. And have you had this experience where you're with someone who, yeah, is very confident and, and, and you can be with them and you can, and it's more relaxing in a way. I don't know if you know that experience. So I definitely, I understand that it can feel selfish to love yourself or to take care of yourself. And it, I think it also comes you know, in terms of uh, taking care of your own needs, like you, for instance, just a practical example, but you had a rough week at work. Yeah, you had a lot of deadlines, so you went to bed late and you didn't have an opportunity to really cook for yourself. And then in the weekend, you have a um, date with friends, which has been in the calendar for a month. But inside you feel, I really need to rest. Mm -hmm. And it, it then, you know, it, there can, becomes a struggle. <laughs> Like, should I cancel or not? If I cancel, it becomes selfish, maybe, you know? So I think it's, yeah, it's, it's about the, the relationship with yourself, the relationship with other people. It's, uh, uh, it's interesting. But yeah, obviously, the example that I'm talking about, if you already, you know, go to bed every night late, if you do not cook for yourself, I believe these are also kind of examples of, of self-care, isn't it? of self-love, practical applications of self-love. Yeah. Well, I, I think it, it's difficult, but when you are very tired and you, and basically you don't want to disappoint a friend, but in the end, if you are too tired to be in the moment with your friend, isn't that selfish as well? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it's, yeah, we have dilemmas in life. Yeah, but I think that people uh, will be able to relate to this. At least I can. Yeah. But I've learned because, uh, well, you know, mom, <laughs> <laughs> that when I was um, a student, I uh, went out quite a lot. Mm -hmm. And I discovered this whole new world of parties in the night. And then I would come home in the weekend and I had my high school friends who also wanted to meet me. But the first thing that happened when I got home I started crying to my parents <laughs> because I was so tired, <laughs> isn't it? Uh -huh. And uh, I think along the way I learned like, okay, you know, for me, I have to protect my sleep and uh, I have to take care to be rested. And now actually I have a friend and uh, because I sometimes fall into that guilt trap and she told me, no, Ayla, I actually appreciate it when you cancel because I know every time you uh, agree to meet me, with me, I know that you're going to be there and that you do it really from a place of wanting to be with me. So I thought that was quite, quite inspirational. That can also be the other side. I think it's a, it's a journey. But now the question is, what does this all have to do with hypnosis? Good question, Mom. <laughs> yes, we're coming to that. So... I guess I just want to bring you a little bit on this journey about how, how, how does self-love, how does it live within yourself? Before we get to the hypnosis, I want to ask you something else. Mm -hmm. how, what benefits are there to loving yourself? What benefits does it give when you, when you love yourself? What does it give you in life? Well, basically, when you have a love for yourself you feel comfortable in your body you feel comfortable 
in exchanges with people um, and you you have your own foundation so if you have a crowd of people who abuse you or don't like what you do or they don't agree with your opinion it's easier to to stick with your ideas in case you do not want to change of course because yeah. we always have to be open for changes when yeah. people have good arguments but when when you have your own foundation it can also be lonely because then you sometimes have to decide not to go along with the opinion of the masses but it it helps you to to stick within yourself you cannot live the life of other people and there is a beautiful saying like how many people do you give uh, uh, a rented location in your head and do they pay the rent <laughs> or just do you give them a room and they don't pay rent so how much how often are you busy in worrying what other people say and what other people do and the more you have not this selfish love but this deep love that you are just as important as any other yeah and that means that that you can stand for yourself so in other words if i hear you correctly it's like it becomes less important what other people think and say and you're more able to stay within your own value system yes and are there any other benefits yeah well when you you have also more room to listen to others because you don't have to keep on defending ah yeah and because it is what it is if somebody else has another opinion it is what it is and the other is just as entitled to that other opinion as you are yeah true mm -hmm. and in terms of physical benefits are there any physical benefits to self-love of course it's less stressful <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's less stressful if you if you you feel at home in your body if you um, it is like being in your heart um, feeling that you are there standing for yourself but like i, I think i i read this online like even in the long run like uh, people who have more self-love they it has tremendous benefit also for like physical parameters, right? Mm -hmm. Like it can help you uh, and enhance your life span, mm -hmm. uh, right? These kind of things. Yeah, I think if you look to the relationship with stress, yeah, that is very important. The yeah. moment, the more stress there is, the more you have to look. What are these stressors inside of me? Yeah. And uh, not having self-confidence, self-value, self-worth. Is a stressor yeah yeah it is stressful and stress for the body can result in all kinds of you know uh emotional uh, mental complaints but also in the long run physical complaints because stress it's like these um how do you call that neurotransmitters hormones that release in your bloodstream and if there is long-term stress the body doesn't know how to get rid of it and it accumulates inside so mm -hmm. there's actually a lot to say for loving yourself more and i think probably most people already have an idea what they need to do in order to love themselves more right like most people know that it's important to eat healthy food it's important to exercise regularly it's important to go to bed in time it's important to nurture your relationships um, it's important to also 
you know, um, nurture yourself, your own feelings, spend time with your feelings. So I think most of us know that. Yeah. And there is the connection with hypnosis, because if we know that, why don't we practice it? And I know because it's, it's uh, what, 5th of January when we are recording this podcast. So a lot of people around me, they are full on New Year's resolutions. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, and, and New quit Year's. Quit smoking. Quit smoking. Excellent, <laughs> excellent action of self-love. Perfect. Yeah. You know, and, and people can, you know, they have these intentions and they really want to make it work. And how long does it take? A week, two weeks. I, I heard a report on the news uh, that uh, New Year's resolutions, the, 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 most, the majority of people loses their re resolution within the first week. I see. That's very fast. I don't know if I remember, but it was, it was like, and of course, we, with the background of hypnosis, know why. Because when you do something from, from uh, willpower, you're using your conscious mind. And your conscious mind is like five to 10% of your whole mind's capacity. And there is another 90 to 95% below the surface, the iceberg, <laughs> that's, that is not visible. And that is steering us from the background. And it has kind of this drive to protect us for, uh, against real danger and imagined danger. So there's no difference, right, for the, for the subconscious mind, something that's real and something that's imagined. And for instance, in the case of smoking, once uh, picking up that cigarette was a strategy for survival. Mm -hmm. And it became a habit in the subconscious mind. And once it becomes a habit, the subconscious mind just thinks, no, we need to protect with that cigarette. We need to protect. It's just like a machine running. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make choices. It doesn't change. It just operates on the, the software that's installed there. So when you encounter a blockage, when you try to change something with uh, willpower, then you're running into the subconscious mind. Yeah, it doesn't want to change. No, <laughs> it doesn't want to change. So, uh, and I think what you have in the subconscious mind is feelings, right? That's the, the realm of the feelings, the emotions, yeah. but it's also the place where our... Um, how do you call that? Our convictions, our, our core beliefs are stored. So think back of the question I asked you in the beginning. Like, do you believe self-love is more selfish or is it more like taking care of yourself? And what if early on you were taught that taking care of yourself is selfish? Then you're actually, you're trying to take care of yourself, but deep within you, there might be this belief that, yeah, it's selfish to do that. So it's not an acceptable thing to do for the subconscious mind. And that's where hypnosis can actually help you to change core beliefs, to see where, where do they come from and are they still relevant? Are they still up to date? It's like updating your software. Yeah, well, in the case of smoking, it's of, of course that the subconscious mind wants to generate this feeling um, of being accepted, of yeah. safety. Yeah. And it doesn't want to lose that feeling. So you can think with your conscious mind what you want, but the subconscious mind, if it is not on board, it's a difficult case. Yeah. It takes a lot of willpower to change. Mm -hmm. And so, and I, I hear people that quit smoking and they are successful for 
they can be successful for a year, for six months, and maybe even for life. Hey, I'm not here to say that you cannot change on willpower. I will never say that. I just think mm -hmm. it requires a lot of willpower. And I think willpower can also be different in different people. But it's interesting. The, the people I know that quit smoking by their own, you always hear that there is a thought process of weeks before they stop so they are processing something already in their subconscious mind okay yeah that's very interesting to hear the people who really are able to do that by themselves it, it is a process it's not from day one to yeah. zero at least as far as i i heard uh, people about that okay well and i what i also hear is that sometimes people can uh fall back yeah. into smoking even when they were successful a year or um or or maybe longer and usually it has to do with a big stressor in life mm -hmm. like the death of a mother like a divorce like mm -hmm. these kind of situations that bring intense emotion that can bring somebody back to that mm -hmm. need for smoking and i guess that's with hypnosis when we look at smoking cessation well it will differ per hypnotherapist that you will visit because there are different methods oh so many <laughs> yeah, so every hypnotherapist in fact makes in the end their own methods yeah that's true yeah, yeah. but yeah. i think uh when we look at sort of the way omni works is we we work with regression and what regression entails is that we do an analysis of what is the real cause that you're smoking or what mm -hmm. is the real cause that you're not able to make healthy food for yourself? What is the real cause that you uh, cannot go to sleep in time? You know, mm -hmm. what is the real cause that you keep uh, prioritizing other people's need over your own needs? Mm -hmm. And that's where we go and we change things. And that's where we see long-term effects. Interesting is that as a sidebar, most of the time we check the self-love as well. Mm. because usually these problems start uh, mostly when they are a child those problems the, the most clients come with problems that started in childhood yeah and there was a lack of love at that moment as well and that is so beautiful that we can work on um, this self-love with the inner child techniques yeah I think this is also an interesting story that have for the people that are hypnotherapists and who are trained to work with regression, <laughs> that sometimes it feels like it can feel like pressure working, doing regression with a client. What if it doesn't work? What if, they, if I don't get them deep enough? And I remember you, and this was a very inspiring story, and I think I shared it in another podcast also, but uh, that mom had a client, regression didn't work. And you did a very strong inner child therapy. Yeah. So you don't even need regression for that. And that client had a lot of benefits just because this self-love. Yeah, it solved the problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, I also want to share my own experience because I had a beautiful inner child therapy, uh, I think, two years ago. So when I, uh, it was just after I started uh, on the path of being a hypnotist and I, 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 I came out of another job as a primary school teacher and my self-esteem was very low. And I, I remember mom was like, hey, maybe you should work with, you know, children and help them with study problems. And I started crying. I'm like, mom, I failed miserably. How can I be the person to do that? And you're just like so compassionate and, and so sad. And you're like, 
I, I, it just makes me sad to hear you speak about yourself like that way. Maybe, you know, maybe you should do some therapy yourself. And I mm -hmm. said, yeah, who? So you forwarded me to uh, another Omni therapist and um, had a really beautiful session. And I connected with my inner child. And I remember that moment in the session. It was a little bit of an adapted inner child, but I imagined myself as a younger girl. And the younger girl was sitting um, in a very dirty dress like this. Oh, for the people who cannot see this uh, because they're listening to it, like uh, how do you, that posture where you're just like uh, all curled inside, yeah. making yourself small. And the therapist asked me, what does this little girl need? And I was really feeling helpless. I was like, I don't know. And she was like, does she need a hug? And I just didn't feel like hugging her. And then suddenly this imagination came in my mind, uh, which was like, maybe I can put her on a swing. And that moment, it was so powerful. When I put her on a swing, I can, I can see it now again when I close my eyes, that dirty dress, it became like a wild dress. Like this was a child like running in nature, not caring about getting dirty, like so playful, so intensely enjoying. I can even cry right now when I talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I feel embarrassed. So now that, that, that thing comes up of like, oh, you should not, you know, talk about loving yourself that much. I think it's maybe also a little bit on our culture. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was just a beautiful scene and she came to life and I experienced love for her. And after that session, so much has changed for me, really. I, I cannot even believe where my level of confidence is now when I compare it to when I just started out. It's like, it's a world of difference. And even immediately after the session, I noticed this joy within myself. So, and the funny thing is people notice it. So I was on my way back from that session in the train. People started laughing at me. They started interacting with me. And um, on the train ride back, I actually finished the development of the logo of my company, <laughs> which was like a big project for me. And creativity is something that's really important for me. So on my logo, and I'm super pr proud of it, is like this, this image of this, uh, of this swing. And that's something that in my work as a therapist that I feel really passionate about, helping people to kind of connect to that joy that playfulness that innocence that we all had as a child and it's so sad when we grow up we get so serious we get all these these you know responsibilities and we lose that that we can kind of lose that feeling of innocence but i truly believe we all have it and how beautiful would the world be if we could all see each other in that way hallelujah okay i'm <laughs> No, it's, it's beautiful. Ayla, to, uh, your logo is beautiful, a school of joy. I think that all has to do with this same theme. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really think that if everybody would just love themselves a little bit more, there would be less war in the world. I, mm -hmm. I, I feel that. Yeah. So um, if, if you didn't have a resolution for this year, maybe this is a beautiful one to love yourself more. And I would really enjoy uh, hearing from the listeners, the viewers, what do you do to love yourself? Like, yeah, please feel free to share it, to send a DM to me. I would love to hear that. And uh, is there anything you want to say to conclude this podcast? 
No, I think uh, the whole story and your illustration about it, very personal story, uh, tells the whole story in itself. <laughs> and uh, what we can do with this beautiful hypnosis. Yes. So um, before we end the podcast, uh, we always like to remind you that if you want to experience hypnosis yourself, feel free to go to uh, our website um, and specifically the hypnosis community. We have a Dutch version and an English version. You can find the links uh, below uh, and you can find free audio tapes there. And uh, I would like to end this podcast in the immortal words of one of my idols, RuPaul, <laughs> from RuPaul's Drag Race. If you can't love yourself, how in the hell are you going to love somebody else? Can I get an amen up in here? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. See bye. You. See you next time. We hope. Bye. Bye.